and uh, welcome again to the Joshua Generation Leadership Podcast, a podcast for every leader. I'm glad that you decided to join me once again as we kick off season two of this podcast episode. I've received so many messages uh, from people who loved season one, saying that they learned a lot, saying that they had fun uh, listening to it and that it inspired them in one way or another. And uh, I decided let's push on to season two of the Joshua Generation Leadership Podcast. Yeah, I know this podcast is one month late, um, but for something to be authentic, it requires 100% preparation. And that is why I have been feeling the podcast I've been creating, uh, I've been trying to record rather for season two, have lacked that element of authenticity. I've actually recorded so many of them, but they lacked that element. And um, I decided I wouldn't uh, post any podcast until I was able to find that authenticity. And now I've actually found it. And uh, this forms now the basis of episode one of the Joshua Generation Leadership Podcast. And episode one is simply known by two words, and that is the table. All right. The table, a concept often talked about. But do you really understand its true meaning? For some of you, the table simply means the four-legged whatever, if you know what I mean. For some of you, it could be your career. For some of you, it could be your social life. It doesn't matter. The table has many concepts. But today I have a concept that you might have heard of before. But you wonder, how do I make this concept part of my life? So as always, I like sharing a personal story before I get into the nitty gritties of the episode. So recently, I was planning for a conference. By now, you might you should be knowing that I plan for conferences um, year in, year out. I'm saying that and I started this year, actually. <laughs> So I was planning for a specific conference. I won't mention which one. Um, and I had a specific individual that I wanted to attend the conference. I wanted this individual to be the chief guest. By the way, if you want to know who this uh, chief guest uh, was, please share this episode with five people. Then hit my DMs and I'll tell you who it is. All right. So this individual happens to be a family friend. And at the same time, He's a very influential person in the corporate world. So what do I do? I call this person, we talk, and then I send him a text, giving him details about the conference, venue, theme, everything. And I expected him to immediately say, yes, I'll come because of his relationship with that, uh, with me um, in the social context. But the person simply said, not now. And did not give an explanation. And um, even when I tried asking him, oh, so are you busy or what's, what's up? He, he, he just ignored. The only thing he said was, not now. Yeah, that would seem quite dismissive. It would seem quite dismissive. But have you ever felt like you have been punched in the gut after you've gotten some disappointing news? The moment he said, not now, I felt like that. I felt like I was punched in the gut. I was so discouraged. 
up to a point i felt like canceling the conference altogether because i was like what's the point what's the point the person that i really wanted to join me for this conference just rejected that invite as i wallowed in my disappointment um my mom gave, uh, gave me some nuggets of wisdom that forms the episode of this story the nuggets of wisdom were simply you are not there yet and that stuck with me you are not there yet so the concept of having a seat at the table is often used to describe a position of influence authority and even decision making power it could be in the corporate world it could be in the political world it could be in the social world meaning family friends it could be in every aspect of our lives and i bet you have been in this position where you wanted to sit at the table all of us have been in that position before this table can be in any context it doesn't matter that's why i'm saying i'm 100% sure each one of you has always wanted to be in the seat at the table but as you dream of being there have you built capacity to be there have you built capacity to be there I'll give some examples of people who earned the right to sit at the table. I like giving biblical examples because the Bible is the manual for life. I believe so. So one example is King David. King David worked diligently. He got a seat at the table. What did he do? The moment he was given an assignment to go to war, he would go and do it diligently not caring because he was young not caring because he was small in stature not caring because he was inexperienced in 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 war but he just did it diligently okay and unlike today back then it was really tough to actually get a seat at the table because the seat at the table that david got was the seat to be the king at that time all the kingdoms of the world were monarchies so the people who are direct descendants of the king meaning the firstborn son are the ones who were to get the seat at the table but david actually ended up getting that seat oh and don't forget the king himself made numerous attempts to eliminate him but he still got that seat at the table that's example number 1 another perfect example is a lady called Malala Yousafzai. Malala Yousafzai survived an assassination attempt by the Taliban due to her advocacy for girls education. At that time, girls were not allowed to go to school. So Malala was a advocate to ensure that the daughters, the girls went to school. Even her, just like David, survived attempts to eliminate her and through this she went on to become a global advocate for girls this gave her a seat at the table at the un where she was able to be given a platform to speak not many people actually get platforms to speak especially if you're not a president if you're not a king a queen it it it, it doesn't happen quite often And Malala was not a queen. Malala was not a president. She was simply an advocate for girl education and she was able to get a seat at the table. To go even further, 
She even earned an award where she became the youngest Nobel Prize laureate. Keyword, youngest. Okay? So what do these two examples signify? One, for you to have a seat at the table, you need to build capacity. You see that thing that you're passionate about? You should do it daily. You should do it diligently. You should do it courageously. When I got rejected, uh, when, when the proposal to invite the chief guest uh, got rejected, I knew now that I hadn't built capacity. I hadn't been doing it daily. I hadn't been doing it diligently. And I hadn't been doing it courageously. Not because I was on the wrong path. I was actually on the right path. Someone who would actually want to associate with me. But it's simply because I didn't build capacity. So you want to sit at the table? It's time you build capacity. Secondly, those two examples, what do they signify? You are bound to face a lot of uh, opposition. It's important for you to know that not everyone is for you. The earlier you know, the better for you. Some people will be smiling with you, but the moment you leave, their hatred for you will even grow stronger. You see, David, the king, was his number one enemy. But that's the same king who was soothed by David's music. So he would smile with David, but at the back of his mind, he's planning to assassinate him. So he'll face opposition. I'm not saying per se you'll be assassinated. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying not everyone will support you. Not everyone will be for you. And it's good for you to know that. Because once you're able to overcome that hurdle, you're able to now get a seat at the table. And third, and this is the most important point. If you've not gotten anything from what I've said since the start, please get this point. It's time you walked with God. Do you know the only person who can never despise you, throw opposition at you, or hate you is God? God will make your path straight. He will open doors that you wouldn't believe could be opened. I mean, ask Malala, who would have thought that she would win a Nobel Peace Prize? Who would have thought that she would be giving a speech at the UN? When she was trying to survive the Taliban attacks, she didn't think so. But by working with God, that, that happened. He will protect you. Ask David. Go read the book of Kings, First and Second Kings, and you will see how God protected David. He will give you wisdom. And it will be a shoulder for you to cry on in times of uncertainties. I never said getting a seat at the table was easy. So you'll have days where you will cry. You'll have days when things will be tough. But the moment you decide, ah, my first partner in this journey is God. Oh, you will do things that seemed unimaginable months back, or even days back, or even weeks back. So go forth. Earn that seat at the table. Use those three principles. Build capacity. 
have it at the back of your mind that not everyone is for you, but also have the back of your mind that there are people who are going to be for you. And last but not least, walk with God. So go forth and that seat at the table. You are destined for it. By the way, the only thing that is stopping you is not those people who oppose you. It's not because you haven't built capacity. The only thing that stops you is actually you. So do not be the greatest opposition for yourself. Okay? That was uh, my first episode for season two. The reason I decided to make this episode is because we are currently facing some hardships in life. All of us are struggling in one way or another. It could be family, it could be financial. It could be that idea that you are trying to bring forth is not coming forth. So I decided to kick off this season two with some encouragement for you that will push you through the other episodes and that will push you through the last half of this year. So in my next episode, I'll actually expound more on walking with God through my next topic, the dangers of success. Did you think success was a walk in the path? Actually, there are some dangers to it. And we'll explore more in my next episode. So this episode can now be found on so many platforms. I, I'd like to even mention them, but forgive me if I if I if I forget one or two, because they are everywhere now. You can find this podcast on Spotify under the Joshua Generation Leadership Podcast. You can find it on Google Podcasts. You can find it on Amazon Music. You can find it on iHeartRadio. You can find it on Castbox. You can find it on Apple Podcasts for my Apple users. Yes. Everywhere. Any podcast you can think of, just go and search the Joshua Generation Leadership Podcast and you'll be able to find it. Okay? And please share this with someone. There's someone out there who wants to hear this podcast. There has to be someone. So please share it, share it, share it. Because soon we'll be launching physical podcast sessions where now there'll be video. And I'd like you to join me as we create the Joshua Generation Leadership Podcast community. So don't be left out. Tell a friend to tell a friend, invite that family member, invite that colleague, and invite that friend. Okay? So this podcast episode will be the first of many. And I hope you'll be able to walk this journey with me. Thank you, and see you next week on the Joshua Generation Leadership Podcast.